Welcome to Black Talk Radio News. My name is Scotty Reed, and I have a very tragic story to report on. Uh, as you all may have known, Amber Geiger, who murdered the Dallas, former Dallas police officer who murdered our brother Botham Jean last night, was found guilty of his murder in a trial. She was sentenced to 10 years, and there's some controversy about that. But during the trial, you heard from a number of witnesses, and we have a tragic story to bring to you concerning Joshua Brown, who was the 30-something-year-old young man, former football player, who was an entrepreneur, who testified as to when he first met Botham John and what he saw and heard when he entered, when he was making his way to his apartment the day that Amber Geiger murdered Botham John in his own apartment. So we have this report that was posted on Facebook by the Botham John family attorney, Lee Merritt, and I'm going to read this to you. It says, Joshua Brown, the next door neighbor of Botham John, was killed last night after being shot several times by an unknown assailant. Local media has reported on the shooting, but not but have not confirmed Brown's identity. Because Brown worked closely with prosecutors just a week ago to ensure Amber Geiger was properly convicted in the murder trial, the DA's office has fairly direct contact with Brown and his family. And ADA has confirmed that it was, in fact, Brown who was killed, although they have yet to identify a suspect or motive for the shooting. The case is now in the hands of the Dallas Police Department. Brown's testimony stood out as a fact witness who was approaching his apartment directly across from Botham John's apartment when shots rang out. Brown was still visibly shaken up from the incident when he took to the stand to testify on behalf of the prosecution. His murder underscores the reality of the black experience in America. Former athlete turned entrepreneur, Brown lived in constant fear that he could be the next victim of gun violence, either state sanctioned or otherwise. We have more work to do to deal with the constant threats to our community, both from within and without. Brown deserves the same justice he sought to ensure the Jean family. The Dallas County criminal justice system must mobilize to identify his killer and see that he is held accountable for his mother uh, murder. Now, jo joining me on this report is one of our longtime contributors to the Black Talk Radio Network. We have Brother Kwabana Rasuli of Clear the Airwaves Channel. Welcome to the broadcast, brother. Good to see you and speak with you. And good to see you too, Brother Scott. Good to be with you this afternoon. Under these circumstances, however, you know what it is for us um, living under these in, behind these enemy lines, as you like to say. Yes, indeed. You know, again, um, you do so much work in the community, which I feel like um, some people may not see that it has a direct impact on it, but it does have an impact. And what I'm talking about is the work that you do through the Clear the Airways project to clear the airways of toxic hip hop, which celebrates these type of shootings in our community. And I should also add, Brother Kwabana, and let the audience know that when I was trying to confirm this story before I found uh, Attorney Merritt's uh, post on Facebook, 
I found other stories of other people being killed in the black community last night around the same time that this young brother Joshua Brown was killed. You had uh, one identified, unidentified black man who was found laying in the street who had been shot and killed. Then there were two other shootings where those two victims, these were unrelated shootings, um, separate shootings, and those two victims drove themselves to the hospital and were able to survive. Now, it, you know, man, I, all, I always, you know, try to point out to people, man, that we got to address this problem. And one of the things I noticed, Brother Kwabana, is when I posted this story on social media and looked at the other people who posted the story, only a small minority is even sharing the story or talking about the story. And that just seems to be typical. Whenever a white person takes black life, it seems like everybody is talking about it, everybody's sharing that story. But on an everyday basis, we got people who look like each other, who are being gunned down, men, women, and children, but Kwabana on social media, I don't see the same level of engagement. I mean, what have you observed? I'm with you, man. It's like, what's happening is, you know, our this fratricide has been normalized so much. It's like, you know, let's ask to our family right in our neighborhood. And then I think we were talking earlier, then in a couple of days, we forget about it. So the next person gets shot, the next baby gets shot, the next elder gets shot. You know, and it's uh, it's just a sad situation. It's where we're at right now, the issue is, you know, how we're going to deal with it. Therefore, what do we do about it? I, you know, I'm with you. you know, when he, I think at one point in Chicago, I think there had been 300 shootings before the first police shooting. I think it was the beginning of 2017, I believe. 300, 300 shootings, and then you know, documented police shooting before the first one, of the documented police shooting. So, what happened to my, my other 300? No. Right, right. And, and Chicago seems to be in the news a lot. And, you know, I don't I don't know why that is, that it seems to be ground zero. But, you know, these stories of these shootings that we're talking about now occurred in Dallas. You know, I live outside of Charlotte. I can bet you that somebody got killed over the past week in Charlotte. And it was by somebody who looked just like them. And, you know, we have to come up with some solutions. We have to talk about this. And I, this is just my opinion. I think the majority of us are ashamed of this issue. Again, white cop kills black person. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody's talking about reform. Everybody's talking about police training and, and what can we do to reduce this violence, de-escalation training. But... When, it, when these stories come out every day from across the nation, it's like nobody has any solutions or, or want to support those like yourselves and others you have worked with that are trying to provide uh, solutions. You know, Brother Kwabna, we have a new program called Victims to Victorious. I, I just call it V2V. And it's, and, and it's hosted by a, a sister um, out of Cleveland. She's out of Cleveland and, you know, she she has her doctoral and she focused a lot on gun violence issues. And she approached me and she said, you know, that the reason she thinks that we needed a program like this on Black Talk Radio Network was because 
when you have white victims of gun violence like Sandy Hook, which she lived in Connecticut um, at that time, and when the Parkland shooting happens and all these little white kids get sh shot up, oh, it's, it's national news, it's headline news, and everybody wants to march and, and come up with a solution, you know, which they should. But, bro, where is that same, where is that same focus in our community we do it's like black as she puts it it's like black victims have no value especially when it's when it's a, a black killer you know who has killed a man woman a child in the community it's just very frustrating to me uh brother Kwabna. yeah it can get frustrating i didn't even hear this story there were four female co-eds female students about to start school at atlanta university center at a party the week before school started uh, a month and a half ago and got shot up. Four of them got shot. Four females, four sisters got shot. I, I had to find out from a brother on the plane who goes to Clark. He was telling me we talking about the music. He told me what happened. And, uh, so, and, and again, I go back to it being normalized. But Scotty, I don't know if we talked about this earlier this summer, but you know, I was in Detroit. This elder was just going off on our conditions, going off on the people. So, you know, I joined the conversation, of course and brought up the fact that the music is so horrific and ratchet and you know that being part of our culture that you know kind of helps create a you know people uh life tries to imitate this art mm -hmm. so and i stopped brother and i asked him to give me the percentages of music that you or your peers listen to that drop in bombs on us he said like 75 80 percent so give us a percentage of music that you or your peers listen to call out women flow b's and h's Oh, that's about 90%. What about the percentage of music you and your peers listen to that brags about and encourages the shooting and killing of African people? Oh, that's 90%. So starting there, and the second person that came through happened to be his grandson. And his, his answers were pretty close to the same. Starting from Detroit, we've been going all around the country since early this summer asking those same questions. We're in Philadelphia last uh, week and a half ago. We're in Philadelphia, the murders are up in Philadelphia also. Ask some grade school children, and uh, same question, 60, 70, 80%. And, so looking, and we follow up most of the time with them. Do y'all think this is right? Don't y'all think there's something wrong with that? And then you know, they say, yeah. All the two people this whole summer have said yes. I mean, their eyes kind of change. They, you know, they start thinking about it. They're like, yeah, there's something wrong with that. Mm -hmm. So do you, because they listen to this crap. You hear this poison. And you know, you talk about Charlotte, the biggest, uh, it's a trip too. You think about Charlotte, you think about Dallas, where these uh, issues are occurring, we're, we're talking about today. Last summer, the hottest rapper, the hottest new rapper was a guy named Yellow Beezy. He had a song called That's On Me Baby. They played it constantly all summer long in the summer of 2018. You know, he got the chopper with a beam on it, he gonna hit you in the spleen. Which mm -hmm. uh, is that baby girl, swallow me. Deep throat me, gargle me. This is the type of, this is a song that they play constantly. And so that was last summer. Yellow Beezy, by the way, got shot at 20 times last November, I believe it was. And he got hit three times. He survived it. He has a new song out now, I believe that's him, where they're uh, shutting down the bathroom at a club or wherever they are. Because he has a sister in the club. He's just, he's uh, disrespecting her in the bathroom of the club. That's new song, him and Chris Brown. But okay, so this summer, the new phenomenon is a brother, I believe he's out of Charlotte, 
named the baby. Are you familiar yes. with the baby? Yes, I was actually going to bring him up to you since you mentioned Charlotte, and he just was, I think, was convicted of killing somebody. He got off. He got off. Oh, he did. He got off. But didn't. Yeah, so what? What? What's new with him? What's going on? Well, his song is a song from 2019 that's played every day, all day. I just heard it on the both of the Ratchet Radio Killer Radio stations in Chicago, both European owned. Now, there's only two stations in Chicago that target black children. They are WGCI, which is an iHeart or No Heart station. We call it No Heart. And there's Crawford's um, WPWX, which is Power 92.3, another European owned conglomerate. And so, on my way on this quick run, I made. Heard this song on both stations. They were playing on both stations. And on this song, he says, I got 32,000 in one pocket. The Glock is well the other, uh, it, the Glock is in the other pocket. Um, I got 20K. I'm gonna put that on your head and have your partners come kill you. They don't edit none of that out when they play it. Wow. And then he goes on to say, Brother Scotty, that I'm gonna burn me an in in the store where your mammy or grandmama shopped at. He didn't say mother, which is bad enough, but he goes and uses the menstrual term, the Al Jolson type term, to say mammy. He's gonna shoot, you know, where your mammy and grandmama shop at. Mm-hmm. And so, oh, I mean, we just dealing with a, with a uh, just uh, had a today for a sister that was like 12 years old. She was about to turn 13, sitting down in her house on her computer, like I am right now on a computer, and somebody shot through the window and shot her in the head. Because they they gonna you know I'm gonna just I'm gonna just shoot wherever wherever I'm gonna shoot 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 48 times I don't care who my Glock is cocked I don't give a f about who I hit and then here we are our little children being shot 15 year old no not a 15 year old how old was that baby they got like a five year old was shot two days ago in Chicago shot in the elbow you I know? saw I saw a story where a six month old baby was shot yes in Chicago yep. So, baby survived, grazed, supposedly grazed the baby. But yeah, I'm just like, but again, but then right after this happens, 24-7, 365 on radio stations all around the country. Right. Is I'm about to I'm about to spray up your whole block. You know, I'm gonna spray your whole I mean you spray up a block, that's what happens. You shoot babies, you shoot little girls at home on a computer getting ready for their teenage birthday party, and you kill them. And this is what's being pushed and programmed to the masses of our people. And so when Brother Brown you know, it was in Dallas, and this happens to him in Dallas. Um, it's just... And him living in fear. Him telling like people that he was living in fear of being killed. Yeah. And then it, come, uh, it comes to pass. Was in, 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 you know, I grew up in L.A., grew up in a, in a time where the uh, fratricidal violence was at. was ridiculous in, in the L.A. area. You know, I'm living Gary now. Gary's been leading the, leading the country and murders per capita for years and years when it was over 100,000 people. So many people have left now. Uh, it's down, we still, per capita, we still pretty high, which is still sad. Mm-hmm. And it just got named the most miserable city to live in in the United States of America. I don't know if you saw that news. But being in the Chicago area all the time, you know, I'm, I'm not in fear, but you, I have to be, I have to watch. I have to be right. careful. Right, you have to be cautious. As an African, I know you do too. We all have to do that. Right, right. Sad. No matter where we are, and, and it's not just we got to watch out for the cops, but we got to yeah. watch out for somebody like you told me earlier today 
when I spoke to you previously about a mail carrier sister, a black sister down in Texas being carjacked by two black dudes. That was sad. He carjacked it. She ran her, uh, ran her down, knocked her down. She was fighting back, though. Sister was fighting back. And, you know, it's just, and, it, what, and this is what the music promotes. It promotes hate, mm -hmm. disrespect. I'm mm -hmm. like, I checked the charts at the beginning of September, at the beginning of last month, and nine out of the top 10 songs on Billboard charts, nine out of the top 10 dropped in bombs on us. Mm -hmm. Call us the N word. Nine out of 10 of them. Are you crazy? Are you serious, dude? Is that where we at? Nine out of ten songs that, that they target our children with drop in bombs on. Now look, listen, brother Quavner, because there are some people, you know, circles that I run in, they may look at this as we blaming black people. But I had talked to, I had asked uh, Dr. Francis Cress Welsing before she passed. I said are black people responsible for their own actions? And she was like, absolutely. Regardless that we live in a system that promotes white supremacy and, and, and has been built on the bodies of black victims, um, that still does not excuse how we treat one another. So, so before somebody say, oh, we black victim blaming, but also I blame white corporations the most. You know, because one time your group was out there in Chicago protesting at, at Mickey D's because every time you turn on the radio, what do you hear? These commercials for McDonald's, these commercials yeah, exactly. for, for Walmart, these commercials for these for for Church's Chicken or, or Popeye's Subway, Chicken Subway. or Subway. Subway right, right. And, and so they are responsible for financially they're financing it. They're yes. financing this killer music. That's telling people that's celebrating him, killing. Said, What's that? We asked him. He said, would you buy commercials on a radio station that played music that bragged about shooting and killing dogs? And they answered, they said no. When we said, we followed up, well, why did you buy commercials on radio stations that play music that talks about shooting and killing black people? And they didn't respond. They didn't respond. So they know exactly what they're doing. And I'm glad you brought that up too because, you know, these, anybody making excuses for what, what happens to us? We, we try to find out reasons. When you find out when you deal with the reasons why things happen, then you can you can address it. And, you know, what? anybody making no excuses? No, they got to they gotta deal with the consequences. We got to deal with the consequences. Those brothers who carjacked that sister, they need to be dealt with. But also who should be dealt with is the people who made that behavior normal, mm -hmm. who promotes that sort of to them. Because if we just deal with them and uh, off them or put them in jail or punish them, what about the next uh, group of young folks coming up still being told that yeah you should disrespect uh, black women that you gonna uh, that you gonna shoot where your mammy and grandmama at shop at or where they go to get gas at you know oh, so no it's you know, we're not living in like um, probably kind of misquoting brother Diallo in a way but he talks about how the conditions that we're in right now. We're not responsible for putting ourselves in these in these conditions, but we are responsible to get out of these conditions. That's our responsibility to get ourselves out of these conditions, and not allow ourselves to be programmed to a mindset when we don't where we don't value black life. You know, I, I had posted something on social media. I was like, you know, black lives should matter, not only in real life but in music too. You shouldn't be promoting 
death and destruction to people who look like you. And, you know, um, I think a couple of weeks ago we had a conversation online um, and we were talking about uh, Takashi 69. Um, who, who, you know, was just put on trial by the feds and and was um, testifying against some of his former gang members. And who do we get coming out talking about no snitching? We got Snoop Dogg, a 40-something-year-old grandfather now. You know, he, he a grandfather now. You would think he would change or he would mature from what he was doing when he first came on the scene, you know, uh, via... Uh, Death Row Records or what, whatever label uh, he was on and then being promoted widely by these white corporations in control of the radio stations. And so, you know, just hey, like... Hey, go ahead, bro. I'm saying, but it's, it's okay to tell who, who killed Nipsey Hussle. Mm -hmm. Right? So, you know, because Nipsey Hussle was, you know, famous or whatever, it's, it's, okay, it's okay to tell who killed him. And, you know, and bro, it, it's just... I know Scotty sometime, man, it's just so crazy. We had a program, and we've done a program before called Do Black Lives Matter in Hip Hop. We did several Do Black Lives Matter in Hip Hop. We did one called uh, Gun Violence, uh, uh, Music Lyrics and Violence. We did that uh, two days ago, a Black Star out here in Chicago. And very, very few people showed up for the for the, uh, for the forum with all this killing going on. The uh, Father Flager, the, uh, the, uh, the, pat not the pastor, the priest, uh, at the Catholic, at the Catholic, um, the biggest Catholic church, one of the biggest Catholic churches in the black community, takes a group of people to D.C. to deal with gun laws. Many these people like who are doing this shooting, ain't getting, these, ain't buying these guns legally, mm -hmm. or ill. I mean, they're getting them illegally. They ain't buying them. They ain't not going to the gun store and buy those guns, man. Mm -hmm. So right, it's not, it's just not getting it, you know. And, and they ask us, have you talked to the churches? Yes, we've talked to the churches. Flager knows. We've talked to Jesse. We talk, they they know what's happening with this music. The people know it. I don't know why they just don't act like it ain't no big thing. We still have that resolution pending in New York City. Uh, Councilwoman Inez Barron introduced a resolution uh, condemning the ratchet radio stations in New York City. Right. So that right. we they get an update on what's going on with that resolution. But they're horrible. I did a, um, a check of the top songs today. Uh, earlier this morning, I did this check. So what, what they do now on the website is they go down from 50 to zero, 50 to number one. And they do it real quick. <coughs> and when they were showing it, they show like about 10, 15 seconds of each song. And dude, it's so sad. I mean, this is plenty of artists I've never heard of. They just kill, start off with N, B. I mean, it's like a, a violent pornographic 24-7, 365. Programming job for doing on the masses of our people. You know, people don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it when I put it. I don't know. Turn it off. I want, but our children are listening. Right. Our children are being educated with this crap constantly. It's and mainstream. It's mainstream by corporations. For example, um, I had asked you, and I'll bring it up now. But you know, I didn't get back to you. And but I was talking about this uh, P Diddy, whatever his network. What's the name of his network? Revolt. Revolt, where they had some kind of political conference with Candace Owens, uh, what's the boy, T.I. And, 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 and Killer a few, Mike was on there? Yeah, Killer Mike was on there. But I'm like, wait a minute. These are people, including uh, Puff Daddy, okay, P. Diddy, P. 
Now, I'm not going to say the cuss word, but anyway, these are people who made a career and made millions promoting black-on-black violence, promoting, disrespecting uh, black women who have promoted drug dealing. And then how all of a sudden do you get on a panel talking about black political issues, but I bet you one thing was, was not brought up, and that was gun violence in our, our community. Then you look at Snoop Dogg. He spent the same career doing this. He was just at a college, or I don't know if it was NBA or college, um, uh, halftime show for a basketball game with women pole dancers and what have you. But these people are elevated by white corporations, by the white wealthy people. I think he's hosting like some kind of game show on on major network TV. They, They get rewarded for this type of stuff. And I'm telling our community, it's time to mute these people. Either you value black life or you don't. You can't val- tell me you value black life and then you pop in a CD and it's talking about shooting the N-word in the face. I spray them rusty ends like WD-40. I spray the ends like Febreze. You know, shoot, shoot. And, we gonna, and I'm going to shoot him in his head. Shoot him in the, shoot him in the, uh, shooting below the waist. Now he can't feel himself. This is the type of music they play constantly on the radio stations. They wonder why, you know, it just happens. So uh, our, we have another goal and um, we've done this before. We're doing it again. We put it out there again. We saying by the end of this year, I'm stopping. We got like two months left. Oh, three months left. Three, a little less than three months left. This stuff has to be stopped, man. By the end of the year, it has to be stopped. Like I said, in Chicago, which is probably the third, second or third largest concentration of African people in any city, metropolitan area in the U.S. We have both of the radio stations that target our children. Both of them are ran by white folks. Not just the fact that they're ran by white folks, but what they're telling us, shoot, kill, drink, uh, pornography. That's And that's constantly all they're telling us. And just, I just don't get it. I just don't get it why we haven't stopped it yet. I mean, I have two things I always talk about that kind of, I just don't get it. I don't get how it's allowed to get like this. And I don't get how, the fact that we have not stopped it yet. We have mobilized in in wide numbers, you know. So I, I feel you, man. That's why I always tell you I appreciate what you do. You subject yourself to these vulgar, mind-numbing lyrics just so you can speak from expertise and tell people what's going out into the mind. Like Malcolm said, media controls the minds of the masses and make the innocent look guilty and it make the guilty look innocent and that's power. Well, it also plants uh, uh, it also plants behaviors, mind viruses that you later then, then uh, uh, act on. So I'm not saying everybody does it. Obviously, everybody, you're not going, you're listening to it, but you're not going out there killing nobody. You're you're not going out there disrespecting our women. But everybody can't handle that, especially young, still developing minds. The children, the children, like Coach Powell said, our children can't fend for themselves. They need us to protect them. That's what I'm trying to get across to the adults. Okay, y'all adults, y'all, you know, whatever y'all doing, the freaky stuff, which is still crazy. But we talking about our children. Man, I'm telling you, you know, what was at a Black Lives meeting, Lives Matter meeting the other day, and the sister was giving it up for the movement and our resilience. And, you know, we smiled a little bit. Then when we made our report, man, we almost wanted to cry because we listened again to the music on the way over there. 
and it was just back to back. It was so horrible. And you almost, it almost brought, it brought tears to my eyes. And there's a song now that young, you know, young Jeezy, or Jeezy, right? I've heard of him, yeah. He has a song called Martin, MLK Boulevard, where he disrespects Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks, and Malcolm X in the song. I just started hearing it this week, and they play it, and they've been playing it all the time. He disrespects all three of them, and the son of Damon's song is Martin Luther King Boulevard. The sister falls in love with him. He says, he says she effing cray cray, effing crazy. He, he's about to pass her like Tom Brady. Wow. Him, you know, he's about to pass, she's effing crazy. He's gonna pass her like Tom Brady. And this is in this called in the Boulevard. I tell you, man, we we desperately need change, and we can't look outside of the community to to bring us that change. Cause we ain't gonna like the change they gonna bring. So we better get it together. I'm talking to leaders in the community. We better get it together and solve this problem ourselves. Because you know, um, I don't think we want the national guard on our streets like they was back in the '60s when we was protesting against white supremacy and the violence directed at our community by white people, but now the white people ain't even got to do it because we're doing it to ourselves. We got to have a change, and I can't stress that enough to uh, our listeners or our viewers, however you're watching this podcast. But Brother Quabin, I know you got an upcoming event, man, so before we, we cut this uh, off, tell people how they can support Clear the Airways Project and any other information you want to give out. Check us out um, mainly um, on social media outlets. Clear the Airways as an Ultra Waves Project. Uh, support it, spread the word, listen to the music that children are listening to, uh, join an organization, local organization that's uh, working to make a change. This music music is our culture, it's, the, it's our way of life. It's, how we, it's, it's a, a big part of how we for our newborns and how we even bury our dead it's, and everything in between. It's so important. And again, the majority of the music that the masses of our people are, are inundated with, especially our children, is violent, is vulgar, is pornographic, and it's dangerous. And we have to put a stop to it. We can put a stop to it. You just got to put in that work, man. We appreciate you uh, and all the all, all work that you've been doing. Check us out also on the, uh, the National Black Leadership Alliance. Dot org on that website too. We work with the National Black Leadership Alliance too. Also, um, National Congress of Black Women. Just we need some help. We need to protect our children. Our children, our children. Not only can they not fend for themselves, we have to protect them. But they look for us to protect them. Right, right. All right. Well, I want to thank you again for all the work you do and those who work with you on these issues. I want to encourage those who are listening, if you find this to have been a constructive conversation, to please share it with other people. All right. So this is Scotty Reed signing off with another broadcast of Black Talk Radio News. Peace and blessings to all. Peace to you, brother. Hello.